Welcome into Hitting Hard with John Chuckery here in Locked On Sports Atlanta. Today on the show, I feel bad for Arthur Smith. How's this for a hot streak? And Sunday feels different. It feels more important. We'll talk about all that next. Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, Locked On Sports Atlanta. This is Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. And it starts now. We welcome you into this Wednesday edition of Hitting Hard with John Chuck. We're here on Locked on Sports Atlanta with the first place Atlanta Braves. Anyway, head to YouTube.com, put Locked on Sports Atlanta into your search browser. When you get there, hit that subscribe button, leave us a comment. Of course, we are free and available on all of your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. Download us for free today. Leave us a five-star review. And of course, give me a follow on my personal Twitter page. That would be at JMCH316. You know, in some ways, I feel bad for Arthur Smith. And I was listening to his press conference on Monday as we get ready for game week here, right? And Monday was a holiday and it was Labor Day. The Falcons did some work. And then obviously the Falcons had yesterday off as the regular off day in the NFL. And they'll get back at it today and get game plan and game prep in for Sunday. We'll talk about that a little bit later on in the show. But why do I feel bad for Arthur Smith? So one of the things that I enjoyed most about training camp this year is the chance to kind of network and finally get some names and faces with people that I've talked to online or talked to on social media and just stuff like that, right? You finally get to actually put some faces, you know, with the names and all that kind of stuff and get to actually meet the human being of it and shake their hand and meet them all that. And there are a lot of good people that cover the Atlanta Falcons. And I I like most of our media by and large. But then there are some in the media that, how do I say, that um, would test my patience as well. And I think you're seeing that with Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith was asked multiple times in multiple ways about, one thing he was asked about is, well, how many snaps and reps is uh, Desmond Ritter going to get in practice compared to Marcus Mariota and this, that, and the other? Okay. And then he was asked by another reporter about, well, um, how many games do you need to see from Desmond Ritter to have an evaluation of him? Okay, all right. Here's the thing, right? This is the NFL, okay? You don't worry about spending a whole bunch of time getting your backup quarterback ready. Yeah, you want to give him some work. He might run with the scout team or the second team or whatever, but you're not spending a lot of time with the guy who isn't the starter getting him ready. I understand Mariota Ritter, everybody wants to see Ritter play and all this and the other. They're trying to get ready to win a football game on Sunday, and that's getting Marcus Mariota prepped. And that was Arthur Smith's comment was, we're talking about these hypotheticals, this fantasy football stuff, because that's what that is. If you're if you're spending time really prepping Desmond Ritter, then you don't believe in the guy who's your starter. And you might as well start Desmond Ritter at that point. But again, how many games? Okay, Mr. Media Guy, do yourself a favor. Watch my podcast, listen to my radio show, call into my show, 
and I'll explain all of this to you. You're not going to get any kind of final snapshot on what Desmond Ritter is or is not this season, okay? If you think that that book is going to be written, then you're crazy. I don't care if he plays a game, he plays 10 games, you're not going to have the book written. And he's not going into the season taking the reins and starting for your franchise. It's not where he's at right now. So the idea of how we evaluate Ritter and stuff like that, he'll probably get a chance to play because the guy in front of him has a history of getting hurt. And it'll probably force him into duty. And guess what? When that time comes, they'll spend the majority of their time prepping and getting Desmond Ritter ready. Not worried about is my backup quarterback in the NFL. Like this is not a two quarterback system. All right, we'll talk more about this in just a second. But first, let me talk about my friends over at Built Bar. You've heard me talk about Built.com, the place to go. Look, you're looking for a different nutritional snack, right? You want something a little bit different than the just same old protein bars, things like that. I want you to head to Built.com and I want you to try the marshmallow, the protein-infused marshmallow puffs that they have there. And guess what? They've got their new flavor out, cookie dough chunk, okay? Got real cookie dough chunks in it, 100% covered uh, in chocolate. And look, you're talking 160 calories with, with 15 grams of protein in them. Go to built.com today. Check out their wide menu. They've got all kinds of different protein bars, the, the marshmallow uh, protein puffs and things, all kinds of neat stuff that they've got there right now. But try the new flavor, the cookie dough chunk puffs. And when you go there, here's what I want you to do, okay? Because I got a deal for you. Head to built.com, put that order together, get your protein bars, get your snacks, all different things they have available. Try some of the different things out. And when you get to checkout, use the promo code LOCKEDON15, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, the number one, the number five, LOCKEDON15, and you're going to get 15% off your order <coughs> simply by using the code LOCKEDON15 at checkout. Head to built.com today. Check out their wide, extensive menu of products out there and use that coupon code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off of your order. But in the NFL, you don't spend time getting your backup quarterback ready. You don't go out planning for the worst. And, and I know that's hard for some people to wrap their mind around because they think Ritter and Mariota are so close and we want to see Ritter. And I get all that. But in the NFL, you don't spend your valuable time trying to worry about prepping and getting your backup quarterback ready and trying to figure out, well, how many games? Because this is what Arthur Smith brought up was, okay, Mr. Media Guy, give me something to compare it to. Give me something that is a comparison. Okay, the whatever, the Green Bay Packers did this to evaluate Jordan Love. Give me something to compare it to. Well, I, and Mr. Media guy was, I don't know. I'm asking you. I feel bad for Arthur Smith to have to answer some of these questions. Of, with all due respect, okay? And I'm saying this with all due respect. Of all of the things to talk about for this week, because this is a really important game. We'll talk about that in a little bit here. But this is a really important game. You know, if this will start to dictate what direction this season goes. And it's got to be better than opening week last year when they got smoked by the Philadelphia Eagles 
So again, of all the things that spot the defense, offensive line, wide receivers, this, that, and the other, right? How do, how do we match? How does our offensive line match up against a team that had 46 sacks last year? How do we match? No, we're talking about how many games to evaluate the backup quarterback. And I understand he's a rookie and people want to see him. But folks, perspective. When it's Desmond Ritter's time to start, that's when the hardcore evaluate it. Until then, Mariota's the starter. You got to get him ready and we got to go in on Sunday. I need the media to call and talk with me. I'll help them get some questions that make more sense to all of this. Anyway, when we get back, how is this for a hot streak? I want to give you what the Braves have done over their last 20 games. It's all next. Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, Locked on Sports Atlanta. Back on Hitting Hard with John Chuckery here on Locked on Sports Atlanta. Head to YouTube.com, put Locked on Sports Atlanta in the search browser. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a comment, too. Free and available on all of your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. Download us for free today. Leave us a five-star review and then follow me on my personal Twitter page at JMCH316. The Atlanta Braves are in first place, tied for first place for the first time this season. Look what the Mets and the Braves have done of late, okay? And, And we know that obviously from the first month or so of the season, where the Braves had their struggles and were at one point 10 games behind and this, that, and the other. But just even look in a small snapshot about how good the Braves have been here lately. We're going to use the last 20 games of the Mets and the Braves to give you some idea. The Mets in their last 10 games, or 20 games, excuse me, in their last 20 games, the Mets are 10 and 10 and have a minus six run differential they've scored 75 runs given up 81 runs so 10 and 10 in their last 20 with a minus six run differential the braves in their last 20 games are 15 and 5 with a plus 59 run differential they've scored 119 runs while giving up 60 plus 59 run differential That plus 59 run differential in this last 20 games is better than 20 teams have done all season long. They have a better run differential in their last 20 games than 20 teams in the league have for the entire season. And there are obviously a whole crap ton of teams in Major League Baseball. So I I saw some of the comments. Well, why you hater? Why do you say because these organizations are dreadful. What are you supposed to say about the Oakland A's and the Pittsburgh Pirates? What are you supposed to say? They're god-awful, pawn-scum, scuzzbag, fleabag, dirtbag, low-life, loser organizations. And guess what? They're run like that. I'm not mad at their players but they're organizations at the very top. Again, the Oakland A's principal owner is worth over $5 billion. Yet, they have a $25 million payroll, and they traded away their two best guys to start the season. Matt Chapman and Matt Olson traded them away. You mean to tell me a guy who's worth $5 billion couldn't have given Matt Olson 10 for 130? 
course he could. That's what makes them dirtbag, fleabag, lowlife, scuzz bucket, bottom of the barrel, take that scooper in that muck and scoop it up, take your hand in that gutter and pick up the muck and the leaves. That's what they are. There's no reason to sugarcoat it or anything. Call it like it is. Did you see the game last night in Oakland? There were 19 people in the stands. There were more people in the dugouts of the two teams than there were people in the stands. And they want a new ballpark. For what? To have 30 people show up with your $25 million payroll? That's a scuzz bucket organization. And that's what makes the Braves difference. Commitment to winning. Sign my young core. Keep my young guys around. I'm not going to wait for arbitration and try to go cheap on guys. Let me lock up this guy now. Let me lock up that guy now. You want to know why the Braves catch the Mets like this? Plus 59 run differential. They've been outstanding in their last handful of games. That's a five-game That's five games they've made up just since the middle of August. Forget the fact that they're, whatever, 64 and 29 in their last 90-some-odd games or whatever like that. Hell, just take a small sample size. Little blips and bloops and bleeps and blops that are out there. Take those little small sample sizes. 59 runs better over their last 20 games. That tells you that their offense is getting things cranked up and going. Now, we'll talk more about this in just a second. But first, let me talk about my friends over at CoffeeAM, CoffeeAM.com. Listen, the best small batch coffee roaster in America. You know how much I love these folks out there. They're right here in the state of Georgia, up in the Canton area. Best small batch coffee roaster in America. I want you to go to CoffeeAM.com backslash locked on. Go through their wide menu, all kinds of different stuff. You want organic coffees. You want flavored coffees. You need K-Cups. They got all of that available to you at coffeeam.com. And it's all right here in the state of Georgia. You need teas. You need a gift set. You need a mug. You need a bug, a pug, whatever. They got it all at coffeeam.com. So go to coffeeam.com backslash locked on today. Go through their menu of products. Check out all the different things that they have. Put together that first order, okay? And when you get that first order all put together, go to the checkout. Put the coupon code locked on, L O C K E D O N, locked on on that first order. You're going to get 15% off just simply by using the coupon code locked on at checkout. Coffeeam.com. They are the best small batch coffee roaster in America and right here in the state of Georgia. So you don't have to think too far out and over the last 100 games and this, that, and the other. Just take these small sample sizes. And what the Braves are doing is they're handling their business against, here we go, the scuzz bucket, flea bag, low life, dirt bag, pond scum organizations of Major League Baseball. While the Mets have struggled, they got blown out by the gutter feeding bottom neck, you know, scuzz bucket Pittsburgh Pirates last night. They lost two out of three to the Dirtbag, low-life Washington Nationals. And listen, will the Braves win the division? Who knows? I think they will, personally. But if you look at the Mets' schedule, and we talked about this is a sneaky stretch, not Oakland, but in Seattle, in San Francisco. 
some teams that could trip you up out there. It's good to see that the Braves are in first place, though, because now the Mets feel the heat. Now it's, okay, this is real. This whole fantasy, and by the way, too, this morning, they put Scherzer on the IL, who's been dealing with oblique uh, with an oblique issue, which, by the way, that's what kept him out for two and a half months earlier this season. So they got knocked, you know, they're tied for first now, lost to the scuzzbucket, dirtbag, low-life Pirates last night, and now one of their two top pitchers that made them different than everybody else in baseball, he's head of the I.L., other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how'd you enjoy the play? So Braves are in a prime position. And here just of late, the Braves offense has just got it rock and rolling. Here's the scary part. They still have other people. They still got Ozzy that they're waiting on. You know who's hit well of late in the month of September? Marcelo Zuna, who's being pressed into action because since Ronnie can't play in the field, and he has to DH, Ozuna has to get out there in left field and do his best impression of Rob Deere or Peening Cavilla or Ron Kittle out and left. Well, in the month of September, he's hitting 391 with an OPS over 1,000. Still ain't going to make the playoff roster, but that's another discussion for another day out there. So you want to know what the Braves have done here of late? You don't need to go 100 games back. Look at the last 20 games between these two teams. Braves are 15 and 5 with a plus 59 run differential. The Mets are 10 and 10 with a minus 6 run differential. Want to know why the Braves caught the Mets here real quick of late? Because one team is red hot offensively, the other team can't get it on its own way and just put one of their top stars on the IL. Good luck. Good luck to you, Mets. Have fun. Maybe you can beat the scuzz bucket, dirtbag, low life pirates one time this week. All right, when we come back, Sunday feels different. It feels like it's more important than maybe just a regular season game in the NFL. We'll talk about that next. Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, Locked on Sports Atlanta. Back on Hitting Hard with John Chuckery and Locked on Sports Atlanta, head to YouTube.com, put Locked on Sports Atlanta in the search browser. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a comment there. Free and available on all your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. Download us for free today. Leave us a five-star review. And, of course, Follow me on my personal Twitter page at JMCH316. Week one, opening weekend for the Atlanta Falcons at home with the Atlanta, with the New Orleans Saints. This feels different for some reason, for, for a lot of things, okay? First off, obviously, the biggest thing that feels different is we're in a new era of Falcons football, right? There is no Matt Ryan and Julio and all these guys that have been stalwarts of the organization for the last decade plus. I mean, think about it. 2007. It's It's been 15 years ago was the last time that we saw the Atlanta Falcons line up somebody besides number two as the regular starting quarterback, right? So that makes it feel different. And it feels like, okay, this is now Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot's team and organization to get us into the next evolution of Falcons football, right? Now, look, again, it may not it may not all translate on the field this year to wins and different things like that. But the other reason to me that this feels different is because of how bad the Falcons have been at home. Now, the Falcons will play the Saints on Sunday, and then they're going to head immediately out to the West Coast, right? 
They have a game the following week against the Rams. They'll most likely stay out on the West Coast because then they've got to go to Seattle. And then you come home to take on the Browns and then head to the Buccaneers. So nothing about this schedule. Even Seattle, the fact that you have to go to Seattle and stay on the West Coast and go play in that environment, even though their their team is not very good, given where the Falcons are, that doesn't guarantee anything. So Sunday to me becomes important to get off on the right foot before you head out West, take on the defending Super Bowl champions, who I think the Falcons will be a big underdog against, right? And seeing Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald and Matt Stafford and all those guys that won the Super Bowl last year. And then, you know, if you get the crap kicked out of you there and you lost on this coming Sunday, now you got to go to Seattle. And even though they stink and, you know, they've got what Geno Smith going to start a quarterback, still going into that environment and still being an NFL football team on the road is not an easy proposition. And then even coming back here, yeah, it's Jacoby Brissett, but let me tell you what else it is for the Browns. It's Jadavion Clowney. It's Miles Garrett. It's Nick Chubb. It's all those guys. So Sunday becomes important because you need to find a way to beat your division foe at home. The Falcons the last three seasons have been 7-17 and 17 at home. The last three seasons has been 2-6, and 2-6, Three and five. That's their home record. And I know the Falcons haven't been very good overall, but two and six at home, your franchise can't go anywhere in the NFL if you can't at least protect home field advantage. And this is certainly a franchise in New Orleans that is in a transition now, right? The Sean Payton, Drew Drew Brees era is gone. They're in a whole new world. Now, they still have some of their stalwarts because guess what? They're going to line up Marcus Davenport and Cam Jordan on Sunday to get after a quarterback. They still got Alvin Kamara. A lot of talk about Michael Thomas is going to play on Sunday, play and start for the Saints on Sunday. So there are some of those familiar pieces. But the Saints have been defined for the last, whatever, 10, 12, 15 years by Sean Payton, Drew Brees. That's the definition of Saints football. And now they're in a new era. And do I believe that the Falcons are more talented than the Saints? No, I don't believe that they are. They have more established, high-caliber, quality NFL talent. Okay? So I can I can understand that. But you're at home to start your season off in the NFL. And you have to find a way to win this game. Because it feels like to me, that if the Falcons can't get it done on Sunday, now you start to get yourself into, now we got to hit the road and we're on the West Coast and here comes the defending Super Bowl champions. And then you play in a tough environment in Seattle just to come home and see, I don't know, maybe the best pass rush in the NFL, if not one of the top two or three. They probably have maybe one of the top one, two, three pass rushing players in the entirety of the NFL. I don't care what they've got at quarterback. That's still a roster that's expecting to win a whole crap ton of games. The best running game in the NFL. Like all these little dominoes seem to start to fall if Sunday doesn't go the Falcons way. So am I putting a lot of emphasis on Sunday? Hell yeah, I am. I'm putting a lot of emphasis. 
Because if you can't find a way to get it done on Sunday at home against a division rival that you know that are making their transition into the Jameis Winston era and all this, that, and the other, if you can't figure that out, how are you going to start figuring out the rest of your schedule? How are you going to figure it out against the defending Super Bowl champions? How are you going to figure it out against Tom Brady and the, and the Buccaneers? How are you going to figure it out against the Browns at home? How do you figure it out staying on the West Coast and having to play the Seattle Seahawks early on in the season? And then after you get through all of that stuff, oh, yeah, the 49ers come in right after the Buccaneers. Again, with as good a path, that's the NFC. Um, that's the other team that was in the, that was the NFC runner-up last year. There aren't a lot of easy things in the way the schedule works for the Falcons. They have to find a way to get it done on Sunday. And I think that this at home to start the season off in a new era for both teams, the Falcons have to win this thing. And they can. Look, this is where Arthur Smith and Dean Pease have to get it cranking and going. And hopefully the home crowd, you know, I mean, again, that's going to be the other interesting thing. You know, one o'clock on Sundays hasn't always been the Falcons' best friend. But when they've had good teams, they've been over to, able to overcome all that. But you can't turn your organization around at all when you're 7-17 seven and 17 the last three seasons at home. The first step, the little baby steps and stuff like that, is to be better at home, to win in your division, right? If you can... If you can be good at home and you can be good in your division, things can fall into play from there. You can figure out some other things, or at least, you know, in a direction your franchise is headed where it's supposed to be. Because you got to handle that first, right? You have to take care of your, yourself at home. You have to be a good home team. You know, if you can turn seven and 17 into 17 and seven over the next three years, now you got a good organization. Now you got an organization that's on track and heading the right direction. And if you can beat the teams in your division, even if the you know even if you split with the Buccaneers or split with the New Orleans Saints, at least win the home game, at least protect home field advantage. Falcons have not done that for the last three and more years. Mercedes Benz, you know, when it's been rocking, you know, when you get the you know when you get the Falcons and they're a good team and all this that, and the other, Falcons can get listen. Falcons have a good fan base and they can get this place rocking. But you have to give them a reason. And 7-17 seven and 17 at home the last three years is not a reason to get your fan base excited. So do I think that this Sunday is more important than normal? Yes. When you look at the schedule and trying to set the tone and a new era of Falcons football and trying to establish a new identity and, and get yourself good at home, yeah, there's a lot of things about Sunday that tell you that they need to find a way to get a victory. And get this thing going. Tell me that you beat the Saints. Tell me you beat the Saints at home. And I'll feel like, okay, at least we're on a pathway that tells me that we're moving forward in the right direction. Get blown out at home again like they did last year when the Eagles came here and blew them out at home. If that happens again, you get blown out at home by your division rival, it might be one of those USA Today 2-15 and 15 kind of seasons. It may not go very well for the Falcons. So put a lot of emphasis on Sunday. Come out and support the home team. I'll be broadcasting live from right there at the Home Depot backyard and all that kind of stuff. It's going to be exciting. I'm ready for some Falcons football. All right, we thank you so much for making Hitting Hard with John Chuck for your first listen every day. Make my friend over uh, Mark Zinno at A to Z with Mark Zinno. 
your second listen every day. Mark's talking all things Atlanta sports. Opinions you may not always like. I know you don't like mine at times because I call teams scuzz bags and flea bags and all that kind of stuff. But opinions that you need to hear. So Mark's free and available on our YouTube page at Lockdown Sports Atlanta. Hit that subscribe button when you get there. We're headed toward 4,000 subscribers, so we thank you greatly for all of that. Free and available on all your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. Leave us a five-star review, and then follow me on my personal Twitter page, at JMCH316. Back with you tomorrow, hitting hard with John Chuckery, Locked on Sports Atlanta.